This is Smart Money with Kevin Richards from KNR Consulting Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Kevin Richards to help you find out how to have financial peace of mind. Good afternoon, and welcome to another show of Smart Money with Kevin Richards at KNR Consulting. Thanks for taking time out of the college football day if you are a college football fan. I know it's a lot of big games out there today, so thank you for listening to our great show. We're going to really talk about an important, often not exciting topic of taxes and the changes that are going to happen this year for 2017 and the proposed changes that President Trump and the government are proposing that will affect a lot of listeners out there. And to talk about that topic is a professional we work with here at Canner Consulting. He's our tax professional and accountant named Tim Cosmos. He's a great man that knows a lot about this topic. So I'm happy you're here today, Tim. Thanks for taking time out of your day. Great. Thanks. Great to be here today. So Tim, tell us a bit about yourself, where you're where you're from, where you live, and your family. I know you have uh, two good boys and you're a big uh, hockey coach and fan. Everybody always wonders, how does a Southern Cal guy get involved in hockey? Yeah. Uh, born and raised in Chicago. Wow. My, that's where I got my uh, degree in accounting and finance back there at Elmhurst College. Shout out for Elmhurst College. All right. Um, but then I've been in California now for 17 years. 17. Wow. Yeah. Previously owned two other businesses that I built up, sold them. So I got a strong background in businesses and how to run them, how to build them. And 2007, I just went off and started doing my own accounting practice. Yeah. And I've been doing it ever since uh, down here in uh, Orange County. Yeah, that's great. He, uh, Tim has been a, a big part of our team for a while now, and he's uh, helped many of our clients. He, he takes a little different approach. Uh, any listener out there who's got a tax professional you may have already, he takes it from a standpoint of being proactive. Tax planning is what I think I'd say your, your strength is him and what you do a lot of because many CPAs, accountants, enrolled agents all out there don't do that. They more or less take up all the receipts and work you did during the year before, get your taxes done by April or so. And uh, it's, you know, what they do good and that's, that's fine, but it doesn't necessarily give you the best deductions, give you the best tax strategies. And that's just as important in my opinion um, which is how do you lower your taxes when you can control that, which in our case is during the year of 2017 before the end of the year. So I know there's a lot of changes, Tim, that got approved, already approved, not proposed. And there's a bunch more that are being proposed that are alarming in some respects. So why don't you tell us a bit about the appro- uh, changes that have already been approved for California. So that way a lot of our listeners can see what they can do to lower their taxes with what's known, and then we'll tackle a bit later in our show what the proposed changes are with the new uh, Tax Cuts and Job Act. So tell us about the new changes for this year. It's already approved. Uh, Right off the bat, I mean, 2017, they've got a few changes that have already approved. Uh, One of the big ones this year is medical deductions. You know, now 10% threshold. The first 10% of your income, that's on you. After that, that's when your deductions uh, kick in. Whereas the years before, if you were 65 and older, you had a much lower threshold. So this year is the first year that's 10% for everybody. Huh. And that now wanting to sh- uh, jump ahead, but 2018, you're going to have known 
you can't write off any of your medical deductions starting in 2018. Wow. Mortgage insurance premiums. You know, a lot of people uh, put less than 20% down on their houses when they bought it. Right. Got that uh, mortgage insurance premium. They've been writing off a little portion of that every year. 2017, that ended. So oh. when you go to file your tax returns, it's too late. You can't take that one. Um, wow. For people like myself, you know, one kid in college, one getting ready to go to college, you lost the tuition and fees deduction this year. But boy, thankfully, you still have, you know, American Opportunity Credit and Lifetime Credit as well. Um, another thing, uh, alternative minimum tax. We're still going to have that in uh, 2017. If you're an individual and you're making over 53300 a year, alternative minimum tax is going to come into play. Wow. Married couples, it's only at 84500 All of a sudden, it comes into play. So like you said, planning is a big part. Uh, there's still time, you know, for this year, 2017, to make certain changes or look at your tax returns. Uh, what I kind of do is I like to forecast, you know, look at your stuff now. What's your last year tax return look like? But what is it going to look like when you file that tax return in January? And by doing that, you could kind of have a, an idea. Oh my gosh, if I keep doing what I'm doing, here's where I'm going to end up in April 15th. You're happier. You're not. Wow. Either you're writing that check or you're collecting a check. Um, but you still have time to make certain changes now, certain uh, deductions or certain uh, allocations or reallocating things now that can still help you for your 2017 return. But then wow. going forward, as soon as this new, you know, I know it's only a tax bill right now, but as soon as it is completed and you know exactly where you stand, you're going to be making, you're going to be wanting to making a lot of good sound decisions at the beginning of the year so that by the end of the following year, you're going to be in good shape again. So you're saying before the end of the year, you can take somebody's uh, current situation. Let's say we're in November and we have a person who you have their last year's tax return in front of you. You can do a mock return. So I'm hearing yes, that will be indicative or representative of what their taxes will look like in April if they don't make changes, like you just said. Correct. So that they could potentially lower that tax bill by what would you guess? Let's just say an example. We have an average uh, family of husband and wife making each $70,000 a year. Let's just say they're in $120,000 to $140,000 tax range or income range, I should say. What do you estimate? What have you seen uh, happen when they take a proactive approach to their spending and their deductions earlier in the year, like now, before it's too late, that you could reduce that tax bill at the end of the year? What would you give a range of that? You could easily, by making just additional deductions or proactively, I'll tell you one of the easiest ones right now is everybody's going to have a mortgage payment due beginning of January. Right. Well, what if you mailed it so that they got it before that? So now you've made 13 payments in the year. Right. Okay. Your January payment actually covers your December interest anyways. So just think of your example there. Mm. You've got that additional write-off now that you could take. Uh, same with your property taxes. If in fact that, you know, it's a good, again, you want to look at the tax years. You want to say, okay, if I do this, what is it going to accomplish for me? On average, you could find another $5,7,500 in deductions. Wow. Okay. Taking them now, just apply simple math. What if you're in a 25% tax bracket? So you can see where by planning it accordingly, and I'm talking about things that you would normally do, but maybe you're doing it a week or two weeks early. Right. That makes sense. You know, increasing your 401k before the end of the year, your contribution. So 
your taxable income. You were just saying someone's making 70,000, but what if they increase their IRA deductions towards the end of the year? What right. if they're not part able to be in a 401k? They can easily invest still in a, in an IRA. So there's right. several things, but it's, it's very specific to the individual because nobody's taxes, no two people taxes are alike. Everybody's is different. But I like that approach of taking a mock return. And that's something that people should really do. We do that with a lot of our clients here too, in terms of investing. What does your future look like if you do certain things now? And that's what you're talking about. You're looking at it from a standpoint of taxes. Mm -hmm. What do you do or how will your taxes look in April if you do these these recommendations, which easily pays for your, your fees and anybody else's fees who's a tax professional out there who does this. But if you listeners don't have a CPA, enrolled agent, or a tax professional who is doing this in a proactive um, standpoint, you may want to get a second opinion because I see this all the time. There's a lot of tax dollars being thrown away, given to the government when you don't need to. I don't know anybody I've met who wants to give more in taxes than they're required to. Uh, I'm not saying to not pay your taxes. I'm just saying let's pay the right amounts, take advantage of all the deductions, all the strategies, tax credits that are available to you because it's our rights to do that. So it's just not knowing. And that's really what we do in our professions are educating folks on what's out there and you know what you can do to make yourself more money in terms of more money invested or more money saved in taxes. Mm -hmm. Kind of a summary, right? Absolutely. So listeners, we're going to take a break here now. I just wanted to encourage anybody out there who has an interest, who thinks they may be wasting tax dollars, who is worried about the new changes that have gotten approved for 2017, and you want to see how it's going to affect you before it's too late so you can do some some actions that will lower your taxes before the end of the year. If that's of need of, of yours, please call our office now. We are here in two locations in Orange County, Garden Grove and also Laguna Niguel. We have folks standing by to take your call. We offer no cost, no obligation consultation with Tim and myself to see how to help you in any way we can financially. Our office phone number is area code 949-218-3900. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the messages from our sponsors. Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call KNR Consulting Group at 949-218-3900 or visit knrconsultinggroup.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back to our show today. This is Kevin Richards from Smart Money. We're here talking about the new changes in the tax code for 2017 that already approved for California and the ones that are going to be proposed with the new proposed tax plan from Donald Trump. So we're here. We just talked a bit about the um, recent changes that got approved to him on the whole 2017. But I know we, we take things a little differently. You and I both work a lot with clients and we don't just, again, take the pieces afterwards and, and then figure out what to do and how to categorize things. We actually look at it from a standpoint of future projection taxes. And I don't just mean next year. A lot of folks don't really think about this, but when you turn 70 and a half, you will be required to take out your required minimum distributions from your IRAs, also known as RMDs. What would be a good strategy for a lot of people to do if you're, let's say you're 65, is to start looking at ways to lower that future tax requirement, which is, a, I call it a tax bomb, because you're going to be forced to take out a large amount of your 
your IRAs, 401ks, again, when you hit 70 and a half, which could potentially become a really big tax issue, especially with what's happening with the proposed changes, with all the other things that could occur in the next three to four years. So why not take a big step in controlling your fate by lowering your expected future taxes over the next several years, not just next year. So Tim, why don't we talk a bit about that? Tell me what you've seen. I know you helped recently some clients yes. substantially lower their future tax brackets by doing things now that doesn't even hurt them. Think think of the impact because um, like you're talking about RMDs, you have to take that amount out. Okay. Think of the people that are collecting their social security at that same time. Right. Okay. Your social security, the amount that's taxable is all based on the rest of your income. So if your RMDs are higher later on, you're going to have, you could pay up to 80, uh, pay taxes on up to 85% of your social security. Wow. So right. the situation we did um, the other day uh, here with the client was we actually projected out five years from now. Okay. Of course I gave the caveat, here's the asterisk, here's what the tax rates are going to be, but it was more beneficial for her to take some of that, take you, like you said, take that extra money out. Let's put that somewhere else from our IRAs now because we projected out in five years. Okay. Here's what your RMD is going to be. Let's defer now taking your social security. Okay. Now this is what your social security is going to be. We had it to the point where we knew exactly the dollar amount that she should be making from that RMD so that only 50% of her social security would then be taxable. Wow. We even calculated to the point where if you don't want any of it taxable, here's what it would be. So by doing that strategy, I, I think we got her thinking, okay, what am I going to need for my monthly budget? What am I going to need in order to survive? Can I survive on the lower amount? Well, if you're taking the extra money out now, we talked to her about why not accelerate paying off your mortgage now? Take those right. write-offs now while you're working. Right. Okay. You're going to lower your taxable income now. And by doing this strategy, you're going to be able to lower it later. So beyond two years, I mean, I guess that that's kind of what I really want to say is yes, there's changes for 2017. Yes. There's a lot more coming for 2018 and California residents really need to pay attention. are going to have to definitely make changes in the way they do things in California for their taxes. But you got to look five years ahead. You got to look when I retire, what is it going to look like? Yeah, that's great. Cause I know many people worry about the tax brackets even going up down the future in the future, because we're spending more as a country than we ever have. We're spending more than we make in taxes. So how in the heck can we get lower taxes with that situation? It just as they need to. And now that's taxed at a higher level than it is now. And they're getting taxed now on their social security, get control of your fate and take out the money now with what we know is a fact today, what would happen if they do raise uh, the tax rates for seniors? You're talking tax going down to the max of 25%. You know, when they're right now, they could be as high as 39.6%. The things that California residents really need to look at and follow closely is uh, the SALT. Well, let's not make it SALT on the wounds because SALT stands for the, the, the state and uh, local taxes. In the uh, current proposal, you're not going to be able to write that off. So anybody who's W-2 income right now, they know exactly how much is going to California uh, right. right now on their paychecks. If they looked at their tax returns, they would see, oh, I'm writing off today. I'm writing off medical expenses. I'm writing off uh, the property taxes. I'm writing off the state income taxes that I paid. I'm writing off my DMV fees. These are all things that are going to be whittled down to with the 2018 plan that you're going to get to write off your mortgage interest. 
long as your mortgage isn't over a half million dollars. So that's a big change. It used to be a million dollars. I don't want to get too, you know, too detailed in it, but your deductions are going down. Wow. Is, is the basic thing to look at. In California, you're used to a certain amount of deductions. It's going to go down with the proposed plan. Yes, there are a few other things that are, are getting better. Child tax credit, things like that are going up. Uh, family member credits, you're getting a go up. Uh, they're going to go up. But again, I, I can't emphasize it enough. You, you got a plan. You got to know what's going to happen. So even though I'm sure people are going, oh my gosh, I'm losing $20,000 in deductions. Okay. But plan ahead. We can show you exactly where you're going to be. We could show you that maybe now without having the alternative minimum tax or maybe by making a simple adjustment on your withholding, doing a 401k, you know, what about taking an IRA and converting it to a Roth? You know, wow. you're taking all this extra money out, you know, out of, uh, you know, your RMD. How are you investing that? Are you going to invest that into something that's non-taxable in the future? You know, that's a way to strategize so that you understand what you're, what you're going to owe now. You understand what you're going to go next year. But then as you plan for your retirement, I, I would think you want to have a sound plan. You want your assets in place. You want to know how much they're going to make for you, how much you need. And by gosh, I, I want to make sure you're paying the least amount of taxes on that money. Interesting. That's, yeah. I know the one thing I see a lot of folks upset about is if you have a home over worth over 500000 excuse me, that that's going to be the cutoff of how much you can write off in terms of your mortgage interest, which many of us know is a big chunk of our, our check every month for our house payments. So that's a big deal because I don't know many places in Orange County that have homes under 500,000, just condos, of course, and such. But most of our homes are not at 500,000 or way more than that. Some are 800,000, some are a million and a half. Mm -hmm. So that's an issue I think a lot of us are gonna start feeling the bite on, whether it's from real estate, um, even downturn that it could result in because now the homes that were once appealing from a tax standpoint to buy the one and a half million, $2 million homes won't be so appealing Correct from a, a net uh, cost, right? Yeah. That's a big deal for a lot of folks who, who are homes who they may be downsizing or wanting to downsize. If you're looking at retiring, maybe you're an empty nester and all of a sudden now you go, well, we can go and downsize or sell our home and go to a million dollar property. But you know what? You can't write off that half of that payment or the interest payment because the limit is 500,000. Mm -hmm. So now your true cost of ownership goes up quite a bit. We'll, my, throw, well, yeah, we'll throw in there too that the property taxes under the current proposed plan, uh -huh. property taxes are gonna be capped at $10,000. Wow. So if you're buying that million two home, that million three home, your property taxes are gonna be more than the 10,000. They're gonna be more like 13, $14,000. You're only gonna be able to write off the first 10,000. Wow. So. It's Definitely need to be planning for it. Yeah, I, I see your point and I'm starting to worry about it ourselves just to make sure we're being proactive. And again, listeners, all we're trying to do is show you or at least bring to light that there are some changes occurring uh, that may affect you in a good way. But mostly they will. I'm hearing a lot of, of negatives for California residents that it's going to hurt quite a bit for a lot of us uh, that don't own small businesses. Necessarily, you're again, you had a job for 30 years. You're looking at retiring in the next two or three years or four years. You know, your social security check is going to be your largest source of income for many of us. And then you're also your IRA and 401k withdrawals are also going to be part of that. So these are, are what I, I see being hit quite a bit. And if we don't take some actions now to at least plan out your future, you may wake up one day and realize you cannot afford that lifestyle you wanted without being, without worrying about running out of money. 
And that's what I think many listeners out there who are in your late 50s or 60s that I talk to at least worry about running out of money. So anytime we can save a tax dollar, you know, saved is like getting a tax. It's, uh, the math I know on this is a dollar saved in taxes is like earning you a dollar 30 in earned income because we obviously get taxed on our income, as Tim knows. So tax dollars are nothing to be uh, to shy away or push away or ignore. It's uh, something if you don't think you're in the right hands or you want a second opinion about your current uh, tax situation, please call our office. Tim is more than happy to do a free, no cost, no obligation, second opinion analysis of your previous tax returns. I think you do three years, Tim. Is that what you mentioned I'll earlier? I'll go back, yeah. Three years is what I see is what we can always make amends to. And Tim, how often do you see that happening where you, you run through rough percentages here that you've seen where you do uh, an analysis like this, you look at last year's tax returns on a new client and there's are there are errors done or there's deductions missed or credits missed. How often would you say that occurs? It occurs, uh, I mean, probably one out of eight, you know, okay. where you're going to see that. So that's only 12 and a half percent, but still, I mean, the impact that could have, and like you said, you're going back three years. If yeah. it's something they missed and it could very well have been missed because that question wasn't asked, Yeah, you know, and, and by looking at the last year's tax returns, I'll ask the questions. First of all, how did they get the items that are on there? And then just ask them more questions about themselves because there's so many, like they said, tax returns are so complicated. There's so many forms. There's so many worksheets. You got to ask the questions. So as long as you meet with your client, ask them the questions, you're better prepared for their returns. And like I said, you can go back three years and amend a return if we find something is done in error or missing. Wow. Well, listen, stay tuned. We're going to come back after this last commercial break here and talk more about the new changes that are, that are proposed for the 2017 tax year and some actions you can take now to lower your taxes and have more dollars in your pocket for the end of the year spending. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At KNR Consulting Group, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 949-218-3900 or visit us at knrconsultinggroup.com to learn more. Welcome back to our final segment here of Smart Money. Today we've been going over some really important uh, issues that I know a lot of folks don't want to think about. I know taxes are not something I like to hang out in on a Saturday and chat about with people, but I know it's something that's uh, concerning a lot of folks out there with all the new proposed changes and the ones that have already gotten approved in California. They, they are something to be aware of. So you and your tax professional can make the necessary actions or changes to avoid getting taxes raised. We all want to lower them, not raise our taxes. So Tim, great show so far. I know we've uh, covered a lot and a lot of these uh, points we talked about are are new for many folks out there who aren't in our fields. We tend to talk about stuff that sounds very normal and mundane to us, but it's not for folks that are not in our, in our world but just because of that's how we work as a society. I don't know how to create a trust and I don't know how to fix my own car. So I'd be a little lost if I was listening to those folks. But anyhow, and, um, let's in summary talk about, about the new changes that you just talked about earlier that, you know, that could really substantially change our, our tax landscape. And what within the next two months we could look, our listeners could look at doing to hopefully lower their taxes and keep more dollars in their pocket, regardless of what happens with this new um, proposed uh, tax bill. 
it's it's very clear you, you have to understand where you're at now in your taxes. So yeah. that that's why I said the only way to really do this is get with your tax professional and say, okay, you've done my taxes for you know last few years. You know exactly where I'm gonna you know be at. Maybe on my itemized deductions, I haven't made any changes. What do you see? Is there things I can do now? And I'm gonna give you guys a few pointers right now that you want to ask. Does it help? to pay, make that extra mortgage payment, to make that January 1st payment in December, because you get to write off that extra interest. Will it help me by paying my property taxes a little early? You know, those are two big things. Uh, You know, my IRA, should I make a contribution to my IRA? Mm -hmm. Given my tax bracket now and where I'm going to be next year, should I convert some of that maybe to a Roth? You know, there's a, there's a series of things that you would have you're going to be doing anyways. I'm just saying you may want to really consider accelerating them in December and so that you're not going to be impacted as much in April. And you think about it by the end of the year, hopefully, hopefully early December, we'll know what the 2018 tax plans are going to be. Right. Because now you're going to be making your strategic thing saying, okay, here's what I want to do right now at the end of 17. And here's what I'm going to do starting January of 18, because there's going to be some, strategy involved that you're going to have to make sure you're maximizing your deductions in both years, not losing deductions, taking advantage of the new tax rates. And there's such a variety of things. There's so many moving parts on it and I I don't like to complicate it. I'd rather, I like to sit with the clients, go line by line by on their tax return, explain it as simple as possible, you know, so they understand. I I mean, I, I get the feeling that too often People go get their taxes done and, you know, they just tell me what my refund is. Okay, great. Where do I sign? You got to understand how you got to that number because it's only going to help you now and in the future. Great point. And this has been a really good show. Maybe what we'll do, Tim, is as these new tax uh, proposals get finalized, we could do another show and have a, a bit of a discussion about those points and hopefully clarify some questions that listeners out there have. But listeners, we're out of time for our show today, but I want to end off and just say, if you have a need or a fear or a concern about your own taxes, if you want to sit down with Tim and myself and see how to be proactive in lowering your tax bill for the year, as well as protecting your assets so that in the future you're in control of your lifestyle, your income. And that's all we're trying to do really is, is we feel that knowledge is power. And all we try to do in our show and here in our practice at our Consulting is instill power in our clients. That's what we're trying to do. And hopefully we've done a little bit of that today. So I'll say thank you for listening to our show. It means a lot to us. And I really appreciate all y'all who have tuned in on a Saturday. Again, if you have any questions and want to meet with us, please call our office now. We have folks standing by to receive your call. We're in Orange County in Laguna Niguel and also in Garden Grove. Our phone number is area code 949-218-3900. Or feel free to go to our website. And that's uh, www.knrconsultinggroup.com. And we'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening to Smart Money with Kevin Richards. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, contact Kevin Richards at KNR Consulting Group. That's 949-218-3900. 
or visit their website at knrconsultinggroup.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Kevin Richards and KNR Consulting Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.